At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm your host, Femi Abebefe, rolling alongside my man James Salinas out there in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And James, Game 7, Game 7, Game 7, Game 7. We got four of these puppies today, buddy. Let's go. Well, I wish one wasn't a Game 7, in particular <laughs> Milwaukee and Boston. That's game that. Wish that one only only went six, considering the position (laughs) that I have on Milwaukee to get to the conference finals to meet the Warriors at 20 to one. I'm not feeling too confident about now Milwaukee having to go back to Boston and win a game seven. They have won two games on the road Mm -hmm. in this series. But anytime we're talking about game sevens, you always have the big advantage of playing at home. And that's where Milwaukee has put themselves at such disadvantage there. I'm feeling very pessimistic right now about that. Game seven in particular, Femi. Yeah, we'll look into that. That home court advantage is showing itself in the NBA. We'll discuss that in about a matter of moments. But first, make sure to tweet at the show. We're hanging out with you guys over the next three hours. Tweet at us at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Rounding Again is where you can find James. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up, we have 15 games on the MLB slate. We'll break them down over the next three hours. The NFL regular season schedule is out. We examine the AFC West. Also take an early look at week number one. A couple more games sevens in the NHL Penguins Rangers Stars Flames we discuss but first James let's look at this NBA card here we have a couple of game sevens starting with Milwaukee and Boston like you mentioned 1230 tip up over there at the Garden the Bucks right now at BetMGM catching four and a half points here the total down to 205 and a half we've seen the under get hit how are you feeling you say you're a little pessimistic about Milwaukee here Uh, what's your handicap for this game early look well, for I mean, personally for me, I'm not playing the game. I already have the position on the Bucks to get to the finals, like I said, against the Warriors. We were on the air a couple of weeks ago when I made those plays, mm-hmm. and, and in essence, it's 19-1, to 1 and you know, that was the that was the killer for me. And, and then on top of that, family, and, and I really just beat myself up on Friday night with it. They were down at half. I started chasing that series bet. And at one point I had eight and a half. I think it was eight and a half on the Bucks. Another one I had in the second half, ten and a half on the Bucks in live. They couldn't cover any of that, obviously losing by 13. Uh, so all my dreams dashed right there. But I, I think 
the problem for the Bucks is we're really seeing this out now over the course of the first six games that Giannis has been Giannis. He's been sensational. He was tremendous at the free throw line. If there's one Achilles heel for Giannis, it is at the foul line. He was 14 out of 15 getting to the free throw stripes. So I think from that mm-hmm. standpoint, yeah, he's not just an automatic foul, at least not with the confidence now that he's had to shoot the shoot free throws, but Nobody else is able to fill in for Chris Middleton. I think the absence of Chris Middleton has really played itself out here in these six games to where Giannis is having to really facilitate everything offensively. We knew Holiday, he's going to have his ups and downs. He's putting a lot of effort and energy on the defensive side of the ball, and he was terrific, especially late in that game. Game five, big win for the Bucks. I was feeling super confident after they were able to pull that game out in the last couple minutes in game five, hopeful to go home in game six and close it out. But, I mean, Jason Tatum stepped up knocked everything down, and especially in that first half. But I think for the Celtics, they don't need another 40-plus point game out of Jason Tatum. They've got plenty of other players to step up and make shots. Smart shot the ball well. Brown as well from the outside. We've already seen it out of Horford. I don't know if he, he's not going to need to duplicate that game four performance he had in Milwaukee, yeah. but he's fully capable of making shots too. I just don't know where the other points are going to come from for the Milwaukee Bucks. Holiday has not shot the ball well in this series. Again, I think a lot of energy expended on the defensive side of the of the floor for for holiday but are, are, am i going to trust grayson allen who was awful on Oof. in game six do i care is matthew's going to make shots lopez looks he looks really clumsy out there he's too slow-footed out there to 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 get anything done on the offensive side really it's going to have to be Portis and Connaughton. I think that's the key for Milwaukee. Yeah, Giannis is going to get his, but I think those two veterans off the bench for Milwaukee going to have to shoot the ball more, going to have to knock down some perimeter shots, open up some more lanes for Giannis to drive. That's what it comes down to for me. Portis and Connaughton are going to have to make some shots in this game. I just don't have a lot of faith in them to be able to do that on the road in Game 7. I like Boston's chances to move on. Yeah, to me, I mean, it feels like Boston is – I don't know if I want to say the right side, but it feels like the side that's most likely because, duh, they're the favorite in this game here, five points, four and a half over at BetMGM. But with that home court advantage and the way they defend here, Giannis is going to have to be almost superhuman if the Milwaukee Bucks want to win this game. But to play the counter, we did have a viewer that asked this question on Twitter, and they asked, hey, the Bucks, they haven't hit their shots. The Celtics, they hit their shots in game six, 17 of 43 from beyond the arc. I mean, Tatum was making contested three after contested three. And I looked up the shot quality chart because shot quality is, was invented to make us better as furious. But in terms of the shot quality score, the Boston Celtics won game six, 110 to 109. It wasn't the 108 95 difference that we actually saw with the real score based on the amount of the quality of shots that they were getting. Boston wasn't as efficient offensively as the score might suggest here. Is there anything to the Boston's half-court offense and how they can kind of get stymied just a little bit that gives you a little bit more faith in Milwaukee? I think for Milwaukee, the 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 defense is built. They call it the drop coverage on these ball screens. I call it soft coverage. If you want to get on these <laughs> ball screens, this whole dropping back, you got to do that with Lopez. You yeah. can't pull Lopez out in a ball screen and he's going to be able to hedge or double double team the the dribbler. It's just not going to happen with he does not have the the foot speed at all to be able to get back and recover. Not only show and hedge, but then get back and recover. And he definitely can't get over the top of screens. So. Uh, they're going to drop the coverage and they allow those. They're taking away, you know, the free throw line extended, the short corners. They're taking away the paint as far as shot opportunities. Boston's basically shooting at roughly half of their sh- half of their shots are coming from the outside from three-point land. So, yeah, from shot quality perspective, you're further away from the basket. So the shooting percentage isn't going to be as, as high. But when you're getting open looks and then you start building confidence and that's just it. Once you, once you see a ball go through the net a couple times, the confidence grows. And now the Celtics playing at home with that confidence of having that game six win on the road in Milwaukee coming back, they're going to continue to have opportunities. Yeah, they're not going to shoot 50% from three, but 50% of their shots are coming from out there. A lot of them are open looks. Yes, Tatum is going to be contested. They're definitely going to be aware of where Jason Tatum is mm-hmm. anytime out there on the floor and make sure they close out to him appropriately and really try to do what they can to contest those shots. But too many open looks consistently. That's going to be the key for the Celtics. Are they willing to pass up the good shot for the great shot? Make that extra pass. Make that skip pass to where guys 
are not going to be able to close out to those shooters. They have time to square their feet, get the puppy set, knock down those threes. I just think there's going to be too many opportunities for the Celtics offensively. But the other side is I just feel like Giannis, too much for Giannis to have to do on both ends of the floor. He'll start to wear down in that second half unless somebody else is going to take some of the scoring load off of him to where he can take a couple possessions off from a stamina standpoint just here or there because he's not going to come off the floor much. What, he's going to play 44, 45 minutes tonight? I mean, they're going to need him to play that much, be as well as, play as well as he has. I just don't know who else is going to step up and score the ball consistently for the Bucks with Middleton being gone. Yeah, this series more than any other series in the playoffs almost feels like it just comes down to who makes those shots. And I used to always laugh at basketball analysts that would say, hey, they got to make shots. I'm like, duh, it's the sport. That's how you score. But that's kind of what this series is, is are you going to hit those open looks? And the Boston Celtics in game six were able to do that. And they were able to hit the tough looks as well, Jason Tatum, with 46 points in a road elimination game. I want to ask you about this total because it opened 209 and a half, James. Now we're seeing 205 and a half. Game sevens tend to play toward the under with the position. Possession slowing down here. The nerves start to kick in. But is there any more room for this to go under, or is this kind of an over or pass situation at the current price? Yeah, I mean, the market just continues to tighten up. It's an elimination game, so you know every possession is going to have to be valued. Teams are not just going to take that first first opportunity, one pass, and, and shoot it and fire it up from three. You're going to work the basketball, and, and not a whole lot of – I can't imagine there's going to be a whole lot of transition points here in this game. And, and the one thing about for Milwaukee, and I wonder if this is maybe something that they can try to get out, although they just – outside of Giannis being able to just go coast to coast and, and be able to finish the way that he does – and folks trying to step outside of outside of um, you know, there's a I mean, Smart will step in and, and take a charge. Grant Williams really been a pest this in this series mm-hmm. too. He's racking up his fouls. He knows I got six fouls to use. I'm going to put them to good use out here. But it has been really kind of a pest against Giannis. But it's just not a super athletic team for the Milwaukee Bucks. Long shots, and you're going to see a lot of three pointers coming from the Celtics. Long shots turn into long rebounds. Sometimes you can get out in transition off those long rebounds. But it's just not that kind of team for Milwaukee. Not built with that type of, of foot speed to get down the floor. It's not a super athletic team. I just don't think they're going to be able to take advantage of any long rebounds that come out. It's going to be a half-court game. I would definitely lean under, but like I said, I'm not playing this game. Yeah. I don't know, Femi. I don't even know if I want to watch this. It's been such an up-and-down <laughs> series for me on the 20-to-1 that I have with it. Feeling good one one game, feeling awful the next, and then the fact that I chased it on Friday night in the second half and and hurt myself even more. Uh, maybe I'll just uh, put some cold one, get some get uh, put some cold ones on ice and turn the grill on and hang out outside and enjoy the sunshine with no television and not come back until I see what happens when the final score is when it, when the game's finally over. Hey, but don't get too down on yourself. You cashed the Heat Warriors to advance at minus 150. Yeah. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. You cashed that ticket. So we're, we're, there's the ups and downs of betting. We'll see how it goes for Milwaukee Bucks later this afternoon, 1230, the tip-off. Let's start a discussion here for Game 7. We'll carry it over into the next segment as well for Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns here. The Suns at home, six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. This total has really crashed. Open 210, yeah. now as low as two. Four and a half over at BetMGM. Early thoughts on this one, and we'll go even deeper on the other side. Yeah, I think I, I like this. I like to see uh, the Mavericks here plus the six and a half. It's an elimination game again. I get where the total is. I'm going to stay completely away from this total. Uh, it's going to be a slow down pace. I know we've seen Dallas play very well and shoot the ball very well at home with a number of different players stepping up and knocking down threes. But this is going to be the Luka Doncic show here. You know, it's going to he's going to dominate the basketball. It's going to be more of a half court set for sure with the Mavericks and and each and every possession being valued. My concern here on the Sun side is Chris. Paul. I mean, we saw a sensational series against New Orleans, had to carry them with Booker being out. Mm-hmm. Wonder if Fatigue said in the last four games has not played well, a lot of foul trouble, 18 turnovers in the four games too. Uh, that's something to get, I'm going to keep an eye on as far as Chris Paul's stamina. Yeah, that's so unlike Chris Paul there when you talk about the turnovers. An interesting game because I want to ask you on the other side, who has the pressure? Because it feels like it's all on Phoenix. Nobody expects Dallas to be in this spot knocking off the defending Western Conference champions. That could be another dynamic at play later on tonight in the Valley of the Sun. We'll discuss that more at length on the other side. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe here at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out there in Colorado. We're just talking a couple Game 7s in the NBA. And, James, when you talk about Game 7, it's an elimination game. The pressure is at its all-time highest. And there's a lot of pressure on both teams in Celtics, Bucks, Bucks the defending champions. Boston feels like this is their year to possibly win an NBA title. But in this Western Conference semifinals Game 7 between the Mavericks and the Suns, it feels like all the pressure squarely on Phoenix. Would you agree? Well, they're the, they've had the best record in the league. They were expected to get back to the finals and and come back from losing the finals last year and had a tremendous season during the regular season. And, you know, it got into a battle with New Orleans, but that was with Booker being out for the majority of that series. And Chris mm-hmm. Paul was terrific in that series and really carried the load for them offensively. But here, yeah, I think for the Suns, they're expected to win. They're expected to move on. They're expected to be in the finals here. And and a lot of energy having to be expended. We already talked about Chris Paul, but the concern for me with the Suns team is the bench and the lack of production coming off the bench. It's not a team that's very physical for one. DeAndre Ayton, he's had some foul trouble. He's had some foul problems within this series as well. But off the bench, really, think about it with, with the, Cam, the Cameron Payne and Cameron Johnson, they have not provided any kind of spark offensively, in particular Cameron Payne. He's only taken nine attempts from three-point land in this series. He's only made one of them, shooting 20% from the floor total. Cam Johnson, not wow. that much better either. So they're in there to score, stretch the defense out there. They're not in there to defend, and that's what Dallas has done. Every time Payne or Johnson are in there, they have been targeted on the defensive side of the floor. They're not very physical players. They're, you know, they're, gonna, they're out there for their offense, not to play defense. They've been exposed and exploited. Landry Shamit actually got a lot more minutes. Payne hardly saw the floor in that last game in Dallas. It was Shamit, but it was the same kind of thing. I mean, he, these guys weigh 180, 190 pounds. They're not big. They're not big fellas out there. <laughs> so they do get exploited and, and kind of pushed around physically on the defensive side of the floor. It's going to be a starters game for sure for the Suns. A lot of minutes to be played, but that's probably somewhere I do like the I do like the Mavs plus the six and a half, and we'll see how this game continues. But I want to see Chris Paul. We know he's fully capable, and I think he's had an extra day of rest too. Uh, but 
what is he going to have in the tank come second half? Is he going to get in foul trouble again, too? That's been something over the last four games he's really had an issue with, and I think part of that is the fatigue factor. But, yeah, as far as the pressure goes, the Suns are supposed to be in the finals. They're definitely supposed to get past the Mavs. But uh, now you're in a dogfight, one-game elimination. Anything can happen. Giving me six and a half, I like the Mavs side. Well, yeah, I'm fascinated by the tempo of this game. The total is indicating that it's going to be a slower-paced type of game. And does that actually benefit Chris Paul? Because you mentioned the fatigue that he's been going through. 13 points last game, only four assists. He's clearly looked like he's worn down. But now with the extra day of rest and a slower-paced game, does that benefit Chris Paul, who likes to be a little bit more deliberate and, and intentional with his possessions? They're taking it down to the shot clock. Well, I think with with now with Booker being back fully healthy, he doesn't need to take the volume of shots that he was doing, that he was taking in that series against New Orleans, having to carry the offense. I, I think he'll be the facilitator, so the, the shot volume is not really necessary for Paul. You know, they're going to run a hot, lot of high ball screens for him, and then he kind of he ad-libs from there just based on how they, they're being defended. Uh, I, th- I think here it's probably going to be the Suns looking to try to get Aiton involved early in this game, get some points in the paint, open some things up out there on the perimeter. You know Booker's going to do his thing too. He's going to be able to find his way to score the basketball. But the Suns clearly have, as far as the size is concerned, with Aiton, his ability to score in the paint. I think that's probably going to be a, a really they, – they tried that in the first in the last game. He got plenty of touches early. He had 16 shot attempts in just 30 minutes in that game. Key for Aiton is – Keeping out, keeping himself out of foul trouble. Can he stay on the floor? Going to need more than 30 minutes. And I know it ended up being a blowout, so a lot of starters hit the pine in that fourth quarter because the game was so far out of reach. But they're going to need a big game, are the Suns, out of DeAndre Ayton. It can't just be Booker having to score and Chris Paul having to facilitate everything. He's going to start to wear down because I think you're going to see plenty of minutes for Chris Paul tonight. I don't think there's any trust right now in those bench players coming out and giving any significant minutes for the Phoenix Suns in this Game 7. So you said you like the Mavericks plus the six and a half. And I guess my next question then to you is, are the Mavericks live to win the game outright? Because if they're going to cover the six and a half, that's going to be a close game late in the fourth quarter. And anytime you have that situation, I'm going to favor the team that has the best player on the floor. And that's Dallas with Luka Doncic plus 240. Are you interested? 240 is a pretty good number, but I, I think for me, I'll just, um, I, I'm just going to stick around. A lot of it's going to kind of depend, Femi, on what happens with this Milwaukee game. I know we're just talking individually, but you know how that rolls as yeah. a better, as a better, you're, you're thinking about how your other bets have played out. And I just, I, I'm kicking myself so much, Femi, from just Friday night chasing stuff. Uh, in that second half, feeling like, oh, this game is slipping away. At least let me get some of that back. Not that I had a huge investment on Milwaukee with that future as far as what the the what how much I put in but it was the get back basically 19 to 1 that was a that was a pretty juicy price that I that I really liked at the time and then I was chasing that and that's on me that's my fault I'm not going to sit up here and I'm going to tell myself and scold myself that can't get out there and chase bets. And that's what I don't want to do here. I don't want to chase anymore. I'm not going to chase anymore of Milwaukee. Now, if Milwaukee happens to win that game, probably be pretty excited. I'll probably have already have had a few cold ones in the tank. So maybe you can get more (laughs) jiggy with it for this game. But I think I'll probably just limit myself to just playing the number with the Mavs plus the six and a half, not get myself overly involved and or too greedy with that plus 240. Well, let's turn our attention now to Major League Baseball. We'll talk more NBA in the third hour as well um, to kind of clean up anything that we have to touch on in the NBA, maybe some props, some total action. If we can get involved with live betting angles, we'll do that in the third hour. But baseball right now, we have a game going on. It was an early start, 8.35 before our show even got underway. The Atlanta Braves lead the San Diego Padres 1-0. Atlanta went off as minus 125 favorites on the consensus number. Live, they are minus 225 to get you updated on that. But in about an hour in Pittsburgh, first pitch between the Reds and Pirates, 1035 here. Pittsburgh minus 150, the Reds plus 125, the total at eight and a half, James. Your thoughts here on this early game between the Reds and the Pirates? We have the Pittsburgh Pirates as a dollar fifty favorite against anybody. That just tells you how bad the Reds have been. <laughs> yeah. I know they they found themselves a little streak and were had three games they, before last night had one three straight, and I think six out of eight considering how bad they were they started off the season they had nowhere else to go but up but you dig into this pitching matchup here and and you got the rookie hunter green going for the reds i get why this number is sitting where it is at a dollar 50 uh, in favor of the Pirates, I mean Hunter Green. He has his his ERA is sitting at uh, near over seven and a half in just 26 innings pitched. He has 
35 strikeouts. The problem is can't keep the ball in the yard. 11 home runs given up in 26 innings pitch. Now, it's not like the Pirates have this stellar lineup, a bunch of big boppers like they do in, say, New York <laughs> or, or the uh, L.A. Angels. But Quintana's going to be on the other side for the Pirates. He's only allowed two runs or le- he's allowed two runs or less in five of his last six starts. And we know Quintana, he's going to be a guy that works around the black of the plate. He's going to change eye levels. He's not going to throw anything set or cut, and he's not going to challenge hitters. So uh, I think with Votto, I don't think Votto's playing today either. He is out. I, I get why the, the Pirates are laying $1.50, but it's still the Pirates to me. I can't lay a dollar and a half on them to win this game. In a rematch of the 2019 World Series. Now, the natitude isn't as strong as it was back then, but the Nationals hosting the Houston Astros first pitch 1035. Astros minus 200, the favorites at BetMGM. The Nationals plus 165 with a total of eight. Yeah, I did get involved. I'm changing my strategy a little bit. We've talked about and we've heard all the first month of the season with the new doctored baseballs of the humidor and everything Mm -hmm. else that's going on with this. And so uh, we've seen these totals really be impacted as far as the market is concerned. Books have adjusted. The other place they've adjusted is I'm not able to – there's just not this wide menu anymore of what I had found not only last year. I had some really good success with the pitcher props. Early in the season, there were some pitcher props took advantage. Now it's hard to come by and hard to find here. And especially you look at this pitching matchup, and that's where I'm going. I'm shifting my focus a little bit and just going to play first fives in these totals. And I did play this one here earlier at four and a half under. I did lay 20 cents on that, but I'm playing the first five here. You look at Corbin. He had an ERA close to nine in April, but his last couple starts, getting his arms stretched out. Patrick Corbin has been much better, just three earned runs over his last 13 innings with just one homer allowed this entire season against this current hitters lineup for the Astros. They're just four of 25 against Corbin. So the small snapshot of, of the Astros going against Corbin, but he has pitched very well against them in his career uh, and very well the last couple of weeks. And then on the other side for the Astros, yeah, they had their 11 game winning streak snapped, but thing to keep in mind here, this is going to be their 23rd game in 24 days for the Astros. And ultimately they're not going to have another day off until May 26. So you're going to see a little bit of a different lineup up there. Uh, Jose Altuve will be back in. He missed Saturday with, with some kind of injury. He is back in the lineup today. However, uh, they will be missing their shortstop today. He will not be out there. Pena will not be in the lineup. And then you've got Verlander. Femi Verlander's been sensational this season, coming off of t- Tommy John surgery back in 2020. His ERA sitting at a dollar and a half and coming off a one-hit performance, eight innings at Minnesota on Tuesday. He's been terrific. Great command, 36 strikeouts, just six walks. That's where I'm going with the under here. Good pitching matchup here. Under four and a half, first five, minus okay. 120. We'll have a little action coming up shortly. There we go. We'll see if we have a little more action on the diamond on the other side as well. Plus, we begin our look at the NFL schedule starting with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, baby, we're getting it going here. This is Betting Across America on a Sunday. Four game sevens in between NBA and NHL. It's going to be a lot of fun over these next three hours. Hang with us here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets, Jonathan Von Tobel will have Best Bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued Best Bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out there in Colorado. James, before we get to the Kansas City Chiefs schedule, I wanted to go rapid fire with a few baseball games here that are going to get underway in the 10 o'clock hour, starting with the Orioles and Tigers. Tigers minus 145 favorites, Orioles plus 120 with a total of 7.5. 
I did play this one as well, first five under. Now that was four sitting at a dollar ten, so normal juice here, just at mm -hmm. the four number. And uh, you know, for the Orioles trying to avoid a street uh, a sweep here to the Tigers. Tigers were the only team in the bigs right now to have scored less than one hundred runs this season. They they've scored three or three runs or less in twenty six of their thirty four games. So this is not a team that's putting together a lot of hits. It's also a team that doesn't hit the ball out of the ballpark. Uh, a major league low fifty. 15 home runs this season, as well as even when they do happen to manage getting guys on base, they only have four stolen bases this year, so they can't manufacture runs, they can't hit the ball over the fence, really struggling to score, have the Tigers all season, and and but I look at Scooble being having the start today for the, for the Detroit Tigers, he's delivered four quality appearances in his six starts, and you're going to go up against an Orioles team, just two runs so far in this series, uh, losing both of those games on the road in Detroit, and their road record, Poor road record to start the season for the Orioles at five and thirteen. Now I know they're the Orioles are just one and five in the starts for Tyler Wells this season, uh, but they haven't given him much offense because he's pitched very well. Just six earned runs in his past five starts for Wells, so he's pitched very. He he's been solid. I think Scooble's been solid as well. Tigers can't score the base, but they they can't get runs across the plate any way, shape, or form. That's why I went the under here, under four for the first five. Brewers and the Marlins, the Brew Crew, minus 175 on South Beach. Marlins plus 145, total seven and a half. Yeah, I stayed away from this one. I don't like the <laughs> I don't like the pitching matchup here at all. I'm not looking to bet overs in baseball. And I know the numbers have really you know, the, the market's gotten sharp, books have adjusted, and these totals are reminiscent of totals that I remember young, in my younger days betting baseball. <laughs> we were looking at sevens across the board, that type of thing. But you look at Woodruff. Woodruff has not been sharp this season, especially his last three starts. He's been tagged pretty good, 12 earned runs. And just his in 14 innings pitched over those last three starts, including four home runs that he's given up in those three starts. And that was against the Pirates and the Reds twice. So it's not like he's faced stellar lineups lately and he's been tagged pretty good. If they are able to get it down to the ninth inning, Josh Hader, he has set a major league record to start a season 13 for 13 and save opportunities. See if he gets an opportunity today. Uh, he has yet to allow an earned run. I think he's only given up two hits this season, too. And, and and just over 12 innings, so he's been totally dominant. But we'll see if he gets to the ninth inning the way the Woodruff has been pitching. But on the other side with the Marlins, Hernandez, he's been tagged pretty hard too. His last four starts, he's allowed 16 earned runs over just 19 innings with five home runs. Don't like the pitching matchup here. I'm not playing overs. I'm just looking again, trying to figure out my way through and navigate through betting baseball early this season, looking to try an angle with first fives. Definitely not getting involved with this game based on the pitching matchup. The New York Mets are the toast of the town in the NL East. They're taking on the Seattle Mariners this morning. The Mets minus 145, Mariners plus 125. We have a total of seven and a half. Robbie Ray on the mound for the M's. Yeah, and I, th I think you look at the Mets here, they haven't lost a series all season. They're 9-0-1 in their series to date, and I think getting that win last night because they had lost the first game against Seattle on Friday. They got that win, so they're going for another season or another series win. They did split a four-game set against the Braves, so they're 9-0-1 as far as the series are concerned. Uh, but you look at here with Robbie Ray, he's allowed three earned runs or less in five of his seven starts. Hadn't had double digits. We're used to seeing Ray work deep counts, and really because he's a strikeout pitcher, that last start was his first against Philly on Tuesday, he had 10 strikeouts. That's the first time he surpassed double digits. So he's somebody else that needs to build up his arm strength and, and start to pick up that velocity as the season goes along. So he found it on, uh, against Philly on Tuesday with 10 Ks. Now going against Carrasco, his last two starts, just two earned runs over 14 innings. He's pitched relatively well early this season. I, I didn't know what to go with this side here. Lean towards the Mets just the way that they've been playing all season long, but not going to lay the price against Robbie Ray. Did he find himself now with 10 strikeouts coming off that last performance against Philly? Maybe so. I'm going to stay away from this game. Did you see, I don't know if you saw this video on Twitter, it was making fun of the Mets pitcher and how long it took him to take in between pitches that the Kentucky Derby from about the half mile pole all the way to the finish was the length that it took the Mets pitcher between pitch one and pitch two. I don't know what's going on with some of these baseball pitchers here. You might need to get the pitch clock in here anytime soon, but yeah. I thought that was actually pretty funny to see that on Twitter. Moving along down the card here, and this will be the final game we'll get to before we get to the Kansas City Chiefs. Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays out 
out there in the AL East. And the Blue Jays in Tampa, minus 120. The Rays, plus 100. And the total, 7.5. Well, the Blue Jays snapped the five-game winning, winning, losing streak yesterday, beating the Rays, and really have been struggling and scuffling along at the plate. But when you have Alex Manoa out there, he will always give you an opportunity to, to win a game. He has been terrific this season, allowed just – seven earned runs and six starts this season. And against this Rays lineup, they've only had, again, a kind of a small sample size, but five hits and 36 at-bats. He's had 18 strikeouts in those 36 at-bats against this current Rays lineup today. Uh, but on the other side, Jeff Springs, is he's going to get the start. He's the opener. He has 10 appearances so far this season. Two of those were start. He did start on Monday as the opener against the Angels. Three earned runs and four innings, but we know it's going to be a bullpen game here for the Rays. At Lean Blue Jays, I get why they're a dollar twenty favorite here on the road. It's really based on the pitching. I would lean that way, but I'm not going to play it. Yeah, that'll be a fun game out there at the Trop in Tampa Bay. Tampa has a nice little celebratory evening last night with the Lightning advancing in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. But let's turn our attention to the NFL here, James. The schedule was released on Thursday evening, and as a better of the NFL, I want to get your thoughts before we really get into the Chiefs. How much do you put into this schedule release, and does that change anything for you handicapping-wise throughout the offseason? Well, I... The schedule release, I mean, whenever the, the NFL does a great job of keeping themselves relevant in the offseason at all times, 365 days a year, really. But no, not so much. It's more so I look at we knew who the opponents were going to be. Now we get to know when you get to play your opponents. And I don't really play a whole lot of season win totals. I'm not one to, to lay. And a lot of times you're laying juice on those. If I was mm. going to play some, it's going to be more alternate season win totals. You get a plus price on that way. I'm not, I don't want to put just, uh, a, let's just call it an even money bet or a minus 110 bet to stretch out for the entirety of a season, especially with the volatility when we're talking about the NFL and the, the injuries that impact teams from week to week uh, and season to season. So I think here... When we look at the schedules coming out, we've we've heard about the Chiefs, and this is an incredibly challenging schedule. Their first eight games yeah. are against all teams with, I think, the winning records from last year. That is a really challenging schedule here, and you look at the, the how they're going to start, three of their first four games are going to open up on the road. So that first, those first two weeks, they cannot get off to a slow start like they did last year, Kansas City, because they will bury themselves in that AFC West if they do. Yeah, look at that first month there. But even after that, you host the Raiders, who are improved now with Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones in the fold. Then you host the Buffalo Bills in that rematch of the thrilling AFC Divisional game. At San Francisco will be difficult. We'll see how Trey Lance is progressing in his first time as a full-time starter. But you come off of the bye. You host Tennessee and Jacksonville. Manageable, definitely. Then you're at the Chargers, host the Rams, at the Bengals, at the Broncos. Like, there is no break here for Kansas City throughout this schedule. Their win total, I believe, posted at 11. I'm not sure I see 11-12 wins when I look at their schedule. Yeah, you look at that second half. First half of the schedule, incredibly challenging. Second half of the schedule, you mentioned those road games. They're going to have that stretch where they're going to play four out of five games on the road. And the one home game, that sandwich in between those four road games, is against the the world champion, L.A. Rams. So really challenging schedule all the, all the way through for the most part. And and I think here, we 11 wins within that division in the AFC West and how much we've seen the improvement. Raiders made some moves in the offseason. We know exactly what Denver did acquiring Russell Wilson and boosted up that defense for the Chargers in that pass rush as well. I mean, every team has improved themselves. I don't know if Kansas City's done that. We look at some of the losses they've had. Tyron Matthew on the backside at the safety position. He's the quarterback of that defense. He's now in New Orleans. Tyreek Hill going off to Miami. It's going to be really interesting to see what is that, how does that impact the passing game because Hill was, was so, they did such a great job of moving Hill around and putting so much pressure on defenses to be able to key on him and also stretch the defense, take the top off of those safeties. Not there anymore. Yeah, 11 wins, that's too high for me. It's going to be a challenging year for KC. Yeah, the Chiefs have won the division, I think, every year since 2015, I believe it was. So it's an interesting thing. There's a lot of challengers for the Chiefs in this AFC West. And on the other side, we'll start to break them down, starting with the Los Angeles Chargers. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code CODE200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out with James Salinas out there in Colorado. James Salinas is in the neck of the woods of the AFC West. You're in the footprint here. And we talked about it right before we went to break there. The AFC West has been dominated by the Kansas City Chiefs. They've won the division every year starting in 2016. The last team to win the division was the 2015 Denver Broncos, who also won the Super Bowl. But 2016, all the way till now, it has been dominated by the Kansas City Chiefs. But this year, it could be different. There are some challengers in this division. Division, starting with the Los Angeles Chargers, made a lot of moves in free agency, signing J.C. Jackson, trading for Khalil Mack here. They made some improvements to the offensive line throughout the draft. When you look at the Chargers' schedule, are you optimistic about this team or hanging back a little bit pessimistic about L.A.? No, I'm not pessimistic about this team. And you look at you mentioned the moves that they made on the defensive side. We'll, we'll see what Mack – now you get book in pass rushers with Mack and Bosa – I mean, you, you need to have some pass rush in the AFC West is looking at the what each team has done to bolster their offenses. And, you know, and you got Derwin James, and Derwin James is actually, for the most part, able to play the entirety of the season last year. And we've seen he's a terrific player, but a lot of injuries for the young fella early in his career. Uh, he's a terrific playmaker on the back end of that. J.C. Jackson steps in there. Is he going to be the lockdown corner that they're expecting him to be coming over from New England? They also got Kyle Van Noy coming over from New England because they, they had some depth issues there at the linebacker position for for the Chargers. So definitely made some great moves. That offensive line is I like the it's a young offensive line. It's a good offensive line in front of Justin Herbert. You know he's got bigs to throw to. You think of the size with Williams <laughs> and Allen. So it's just going to be this is the team that's going to put points on the board. They're going to be after they're going to be able to get after the the quarterback as well. They're going to be difficult to block up on those edges. So yeah, I'm 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 not pessimistic about this team at all. Now you dig into their schedule here, Femi and 
gonna we'll find out right away. It's gonna be a challenging schedule just for the first two weeks. You're yeah. gonna open up against the Raiders in a home game, but kind of really a road game when you're playing against the Raiders. <laughs> Even though the Rams, Femi, won the Super Bowl, I would suspect you're still going to – the the fan-favorite team in Los Angeles is still the Raiders, oh, yeah. regardless of what the Chargers have done, and the especially with even with the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Uh, but then a short week, and you travel to Kansas City on Thursday. So right away, two divisional games, short week having to go on the road to Arrowhead, played there well, won that game last year. Uh, and then the schedule kind of really plays out, at least for the first half, until they get to their bye in week eight. A very favorable schedule from there. You're going to host Jacksonville. You're going to play at at Houston, then you're going to play at Cleveland. We have no idea what it's going to look like for the Browns as a starting quarterback with Watson. Who knows right there? So if you're going to catch Cleveland, that's probably the time to catch them is the first half of the season and then finish out with games against Denver and Seattle at home. So aside from the the early piece where they're going on the road on a short week to start the season at Kansas City week two, pretty favorable schedule, at least for the first half up until week eight that they're by. Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to start really fast when I look at the schedule like you outlined there. I mean, I can see maybe at Kansas City, that'll be a tricky one on a short week there facing the Chiefs. And Andy Reid early on in the season is always difficult to go up against. That's a tough environment in primetime. But every other game before the bye week is winnable outside of that Kansas City game. Even the Kansas City game is winnable. They're going to be short dogs in that game. Two and a half, three, maybe three and a half at most by kickoff. But it gets a little bit more difficult after the bye when you go to at San Francisco hosting the Chiefs, at the Cardinals, at the Raiders. That can be tricky. There's a little bit more uh, competence in the second half of the schedule, but it wouldn't shock me if we saw maybe a a six and two or a seven and two kind of start here for this LA Chargers team. I almost think that the bye point, because I'm looking at the division odds on our graphic at plus 250 conference odds plus 800 Super Bowl odds 16 to 1 earlier this offseason they were about 4 to 1 to win the division that was clearly the buy point was right when free agency started because right now at plus 250 I don't think I can really do anything there with this Chargers schedule but they're an intriguing team and I can see them starting off really really fast here when you look at that first portion of the schedule. Yeah, second half, like you mentioned, Femi, they they're gonna have they're gonna when they get out of their bye starting in week nine, they're gonna have four out of five games on the road. You mentioned that earlier with the the game, the one game at home being against the Kansas City Chiefs, and and then they're gonna close out the schedule with teams that are gonna be competing to get into the playoffs. You're gonna have Tennessee, Miami, Tennessee games at Indy home to the Los Angeles Rams, so you're playing the championship, the, the defending champs. That's going to be a Sunday night football game in a battle of L.A. And then close out at Denver. That's going to be really an interesting game to yeah, see where tough. both of those teams and the final week of the season, it's going to be it's going to be here January. Well, it says January 7th or 8th, but it's we're talking first week of January here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, this is a, a warm weather team coming out here to Denver. We'll see where they stand within the division for the AFC West. Be really interesting if it actually comes down to those two teams battling it out in the at altitude here in Denver in January. Whether not favorable for a team like the Chargers having to roll in here, that could be a very significant game to close out the season. It almost sets up to where maybe we look to fade the Chargers in season. And because I'm, some books, they'll keep up there, make the playoffs odds, or some books even have the dynamic win totals throughout the regular season. And if the Chargers, let's say they start off six and two or or six and one, what have you, right. maybe they could be a fade once we get into the season of betting them on the no, betting them to miss the playoffs after that bye week because that end of the schedule there, and like you mentioned, that game at Denver could be for the division, could be the final AFC wildcard spot there. They have the Rams, the Colts. Like This is a team that they are really going to end the season off with a difficult, difficult schedule. Maybe we get a plus money big price there after the bye week. Yeah, and it's something to look at as you go and, and be able to start making moves in the season, to your point, just based on what this schedule looks like. And it is. This is. I, I just think for the a- AFC West, the, all the improvements that have been made outside of Kansas City, I don't know if they really did anything to improve themselves, maybe a bit on the offensive line, but you, you've seen some key players we talked about in the last segment have left that team, Tyron Matthew in particular, on the defensive back end. He's the, he was the quarterback of that secondary and quarterback of that defense, really. He being gone, Tyreek Hill's going to be a big loss. Aside from that, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos all improved themselves 
pretty good rosters, in particular for the Chargers and the Broncos, in my mind. I still think the Raiders are, are bringing up the rear in the AFC West. But, you know, that's where you get through the, the grind of the 17-now-game season, and there's, there's battle-tested. But then there's also battle scarred when you get out of having to come out on top. I truly, I, I really don't know who's going to come out on top within that division at the AFC West when it's all done. Cause it's going to be such a dogfight week in and week out within those divisional games. Yeah, I'm really fascinated to see how many wins it takes to win this AFC West here. Is it going to be 10, 11? The Chargers win total is at 10.5. If you had to go either way, you're going over or you're going under based on what we've seen here with their schedule? Yeah, well, I, I'm probably lean over just because of the first half of the schedule is pretty is very favorable like we discussed the one thing to keep in mind too if you're looking to play these the these season win totals is the AFC will have one extra road game this year as the NFC yep. team they flip flop now that they've gone 17 games last year it was the AFC that got that extra road or home game nine games this year it's the NFC so that's nine an additional road game for the Chargers and anybody else in the AFC that you're going to have to contend with I don't know how much when we talk about home field advantage anymore I don't know how much it really matters in this sense outside of a, a stretch like we had talked about for the for the Chargers where they're getting off their bye and then they're going to play four out of five games on the road that's kind of challenging there sandwich with the game against Kansas City a lot of times it's what happens after that they're going to come back home after that four out of five games on the road and play Miami sometimes that's kind of that flat spot right there mm -hmm. non-divisional game you've just been through the battles with those five games and four of those being on the road can find flat spots there too yeah, it's, the number's probably right where it should be, but um, yeah, I don't know how many wins it's going to take. I think 11 wins probably wins that division. It is such a competitive division, and they're just going to beat up in each other all season. Yeah, the AFC West, they take on the NFC West, which is no easy task, but they get a little bit of a reprieve wow. taking on the, uh, sorry, the AFC South is what they take on as well. So they get the AFC South. That'll be a, a very uh, manageable part of the schedule, in my opinion there. The Colts being a difficult team. The Titans, we'll see what they do. Mike Vrabel always has that club always ready. But Jacksonville and Houston, Houston gave them problems last year, but they should be able to take care of business this year in 2022. But this Chargers team is a fascinating team throughout the offseason, and we'll see if they can finally put this thing together. Brandon Staley now in year two there for the Chargers. They've shored up the offensive line a little bit, and Justin Herbert, I'm really, really, really excited to see what he can do in year three. A really talented quarterback. We'll see if he can finally get to the postseason as they lost last year, week 18, to the Raiders with a chance to punch their ticket to the playoffs, unable to do so in 2021. On the other side, let's go to the Rocky Mountains where James is hanging out. The Denver Broncos, we examine their schedule next. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.